We're starting this episode off with a cutscene featuring Austin as Clyde. You're meeting Charlotte in Tower Grove. There's a festival going on. As usual, there's a lot of always a lot of stuff like that going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ever since the incident, a lot of these things had been put on hold. So now the local government has started to bring back some of these things, trying to bring back some normalcy into the game, into the, into the region and whatnot. So they call it Orzette Fest. Okay. It's St. Louis. So it's not completely original. Cool. So feel um, that. Or cuisine and music and things like that. Uh, a lot of it is derivative or just pl- flat out just uh, corporate drivel. It's not completely offensive, but it's certainly it, it, everybody kind of looks at it with like a, a tongue in cheek. It's like, okay, this is this is what basic people think orc, orc culture, culture is. is. Yeah. yeah, this is orc culture. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right, so Charlotte said she'll meet you at Orc Fest. Uh, she knows of a uh, an Orzette food truck that is uh, uh, one of her favorites that they're going to be actually represented there uh, in a booth. Okay, cool. And uh, it's just called Blocks, B-L-O-X. Okay. All right, so as you uh, as you're making your way through the crowd and whatnot, you see Blocks and you see uh, Charlotte and she's sitting there and she's eating with uh, just like a fork and, and knife and she's She's cutting the food into very fine pieces, which is not very orc uh, culture. The guy behind the counter is like kind of looking at her like he's kind of a bemused look about him because he's he realizes, you know, kind of how uh, how ridiculous this all is as you come walking up. Kind of gives you the chin up. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. And um, turns around and starts working on some food and stuff like that. And Charlotte looks over at you and she's like, oh, oh, hey, hey, uh, didn't expect you this early. Uh, well, you know, I was just making my way down here. You know you're supposed to eat it with your hands, right? Not with uh, that little fork there. But it's so messy. Yeah, darling, that's the point. But, and then she kind of looks at her manicured fingernails, and Charlotte is very much a corporate stooge. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got connections with the underground and with uh, some other not-so-legal means. So she's like, so you're asking me if I knew anybody who could hook you up with... Uh, this and that. And the, the orc that's uh, blocks, he turns around as almost as if, you know, oh, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> and then he looks at you and he kind of goes, he goes, uh, I got some stuff going on in the back. And he kind of walks away. So that way you have some privacy. I think Clyde just reaches his hand into her like little food and just like puts it in his mouth, just takes some. Okay. She looks uh, for the moment. She kind of looks almost aghast that you just did that. And then she just says, oh, 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 okay. And then she looks around and there's other orcs like sitting around in this area and she sees them doing the same thing. And then she kind of very gingerly takes a piece of the meat and she kind of puts it in her mouth and it starts chewing. And you can tell it just really kind of grosses her out. Well, Clyde, um, the guy that I was thinking of, uh, the, his name's Bill and he can hook you up. Uh, the problem is I'm not quite exactly certain where he is. So... If I gave you uh, some information, you know, maybe you could look into it. Well, I'm relatively good at finding people, so I think maybe that might do just all right. Okay. All right. All right. And she activates her AR and says, uh, here, and she slides over a number to you and says, this is, uh, that's his last comm number, at least the last one he called me on. He said that he, I don't know if you know anything about Bill, but he's kind of, uh, he's kind of an eccentric guy, but he, he's from downtown. And after the incident, He's been kind of known as uh, somebody you could talk to to get into the containment zone. Um, so, you know, if if he's around, 
you uh if, if there's stuff to be found in the containment zone he's the guy to talk to well then i think i definitely want to have a conversation with him <laughs> all right so here's here's his number uh he won't answer because he i mean he won't he hasn't uh, answered hasn't answered me i've tried calling him a couple of times and then i had uh, a decker friend of mine try and trace his his comm number and and she kind of pulls up a map last time we got a signal from him was uh, here uh, looks like a, a 14th street right there at the at biddle um so well i guess i'll start there and uh if you put hot sauce on it it makes the meat a little less stringy like, it, it's so so wiggly yeah it's supposed to be that way mm. Welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's production of Resting Glitchface. A Shadowrun Anarchy actual play. This is Dorothy. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. This is Shannon, and I'm playing Eris. And this is Lindsay. I'm playing Arsenal. following content may not be suitable for all audiences. The first uh, order of business is dropping off Cami at the safe house. Yes. Okay. And we don't really need to refer to it as the safe house anymore because it's, it's our only it's house. The house. The house. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you recall, Cammy got a phone call from McGillicuddy saying, Why is your face on my screen? <laughs> oh, yeah. So Cammy needs she's to lay low. High profile. That's why yeah. she's got to. So she's dead drunk and you're leaving her by herself at the, <sighs> at the house. What if we get married a babysitter? Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, Mary is ordering all the furniture, and it's all in her name, so that's an option. <laughs> um, just makes me anxious to leave her alone places. She, it's not what is she gonna do? Disappear? She does that shit all the time. That's, that's true, and she wouldn't be in our hair. Yeah, we can do that. We'll just leave her. Okay, so you leave Cammy at the house, and then go to the new post headquarters because of course the the original post headquarters is actually in the containment zone mm-hmm. yeah so they had to relocate their headquarters to probably chesterfield and so you pull up and go going in or what are you, are you yeah. calling or what are you doing no we'll go in all right so you go in and that this is the first time you've actually been in the in the offices and they you walk in and there's the metro office where boggs is and he's like walking around and like he's just like talking out loud 
to Mary, who's sitting there, and as as you're walking in, and he's just okay. Now I want you to check into, and then he looks up and he goes, "Oh, hey guys. Hey, what? Ha- how's it going? Uh, actually, really well. Oh, how are you guys? Doing okay. <laughs> how was your meeting? It was intro in productive, in- enlightening. <laughs> yeah. Is it a job? Am I asking too many questions? It's the reporter in me. Um, there's I- a lot to piece together, so I don't know that I would get that I would have a straight answer for you. Oh, okay. Okay. So what's up? Um, you here mean, to get Mary? Yeah, we were just going to come pick up Mary to... Mary's sitting there and she's like, I think I want to be a reporter too. And Boggs goes, yeah, give her a press pass and see what happens. This kid's, uh, she's cracked through more tape than uh, than I've been able to. <laughs> You're going to be own. big, son. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, you know, the, I'm working on the story on uh, the break-in at St. Louis Wow and, you know, the, the murder of uh, Miriam Tanner, right? Mm-hmm. So Mary's sitting here telling me that I guess Digi cracked into something, and she was telling me about this the Citizen Center, you know, with Fiona Rawls. So I started looking into that. Right? Mm-hmm. You want to hear something fucked up? Sure. Uh, yeah. Citizen Center is going to be this uh, metahuman outreach, right? Sure. sure. That, that, that's what that's what she, that's what Miriam Tanner was working for. Right. You know who is the biggest provider of funds? For the uh, Citizen Center of North America? Mm. Who? Greenleaf Foundation. Oh, of course. <sighs> you see this Dr. Greenleaf? Yes. Her husband, he's a freaking billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. And his pet project is building up metahuman neighborhoods and schools and shit like that. Um, I guess one element that we could discuss... Uh... From the meeting, the Greenleafs are not to be trusted in any capacity. I mean, I know we may have already made that clear based off of the awkward interaction that we had at the Demon Ill house, but... Um, oh, without a doubt. And and the fact that she, quote unquote, anonymously gave me my tip, you know, that's where I met you guys. Yeah. So, I mean... She, so, yeah, something's rotten here. Oh, boy. Well, I mean... The only other thing that I was going to really look into um, in regards to the the Citizen Center was the uh, Cora Moore Limited, that jewelry designer. That was one of the other things that Digi pulled up from the uh, charitable donations records that he mm-hmm. found. And Dr. Greenleaf was referring to at the Demon Ale House is the pink crystals, that pink dust that's been like mm-hmm. going around. It's getting sold as a drug, apparently. But those jewelers are using those pink crystals. Mary's face brightens up and she goes, Ratman Bill. M- Mary, are you saying that he's the one supplying that? Well, he was, that, that's that's what he was doing, right? Well, yeah, but I think he was, I don't know if he was using them for other reasons, but my assumption is that, but. We I mean, shouldn't, we shouldn't profile just because he was wearing a Voodoo Sons outfit. He could be a, an aspiring jeweler. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Joe so innocently says. <laughs> so um, the pink crystals are referred to as orichalcite, and they have um, very intense spiritual applications. But it's a drug. Yeah, they're they're moving it as a drug to access like the spirit world. Right. I've heard stuff like that. There's already stuff like that, right? Sure, but I think this takes it... But it's it, super expensive. I think this takes it a step further because you can actually 
make contact and, you know, attach yourself to certain spirits and that. That's bad. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. You think it has anything to do with St. Louis Wow? Well, I mean, they were one of the, the, the jewelers that are marketing this shit were one of the don like one of the charities that WoW was using and they're mm. using it to rehab Aunt Delilah's. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. He's and you see him, he's he's like uh, got his AR up and he's he's taking notes of like, you know, like, okay, I need to look into this, I need to look into that. He's getting very manic at this point mm-hmm. where he's taking notes of the things that he, you know, does this tie to this. He's got almost like a, a virtual like string board going yeah. of of that of that stuff and he's like, Okay, so what do you want to do now? Um, or what do you do you need me to do anything? Aside from those two things, the only other thing that Digi brought up was that the Laclede Bank, so all of a sudden he goes, What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? And he's looking like like a, a window had opened up in his AR and he's looking up at it and Mary's like watching too. And he says, Hold on a second, guys, I gotta take this. Go ahead. Oh. And then he looks at you guys. Um yeah, okay, thanks. I'll 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 look into it. The uh corner just pulled the body out of uh King Cobra Lounge and he he kind of like Opens up a, a screens for everybody to see, and you see Romeo's face. Yeah. He goes. <sighs> yeah. That's the guy that tipped me about the body. Wait, really? Uh, yeah, Cammy put me in contact with this guy. Yeah, that was the. Um... That was her gangbanger. Yep. Yep. <laughs> sure was. Um. So this has to be kept strictly off the record. All right. He. Closes the door and turns on his his jammer. Um, Cammy's the one that killed him. Why? That's a very good question. Yeah, when we went and picked her up the other day outside of the Cobra Lounge and she was distraught, that was why. She's had a very intimate meeting with the Cobras, apparently. I don't know who was necessarily there. I don't know what they talked about. Um, she's drunk off her ass at home right now, so I'm waiting for her to sober up before we really talk about it. We were actually coming to get Mary because we need Mary to babysit. All right, he's looking at the image. He goes, I mean, she said he was trying to get out of the, the life. And, and, and he, he was, he was one of my sources. He was the one that was feeding me information. Yep. He seemed like he wanted to get out. I, I don't know what happened in there, but it's, my assumption is that at at the end of it all, he it was either it, he was gonna be dead no matter what because of what they knew or found out about him. I don't know if the Cobras know that he was a source for you. I don't know if I I don't know what happened before we picked her up the other day. It was right around that time that when I started talking to him was when the tower came to my apartment. Yeah. You think he was feeding information? Like he was a double agent? Could have been. I mean, this is the same guy that told me and Joe that, well, kind of me, but me and Joe, that the fight that she's got coming up is fixed. Are you still going to take that fight? Oh, yeah, I'm taking the fight. She don't know what's good for her. Look, I figure it does more harm to them if we don't back down and we kick their asses. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll... See if I can find out anything else about it, but I guess if it, I guess I shouldn't dig too deep if Cammy's the one that did it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't speak to what happened. All I know is that she was there and, um, she seemed pretty upset about what all happened. So 
once she sobers up, we'll absolutely have to have a sit down with her to get a better idea of what's going on or what happened, rather. If you can get her to talk about it. Oh, I'll get her to talk about it. Joe, your phone goes off. Oh, God. Wait, through the jammer again? Uh-huh. Fuck. <laughs> Hello? Joe? Kmore! Hey, um, I think I need your help. What's going on, buddy? Um, the, uh, I, I called the police about my, my lady friend, and they, uh, they asked me about the, the incident at, at Max's, and, well, they, they arrested me. What? They said that, uh, I was a person of interest. I mean, Kmore, you are a very interesting person, but they've made a mistake. Yeah, um, I tried to tell them that it was the Cobras that did it. And they wouldn't listen to me. Hey, sit tight. It will be there in twenty minutes. Okay. Don't don't say anything without without a lawyer. I mean, even if I'm there, you should probably extend do, that right. Do, do you know a lawyer? Uh. Do you know a lawyer? We can get one. Perfect. Val's got it covered. Okay. All right. I I just I'm having a bad enough day as it is, and you know. No. And now this happens. I think they. They wouldn't. They wouldn't listen to me, Joe. Hey, I'm so sorry. I've been trying to. I've been trying to get over there. We just have to get a babysitter, but it's okay. Well, I'll. I'll be there as soon as possible. Okay. Right. Thank you. Mary's like staring right at you. At Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Bye, Kmore. Bye. Mm. Hi, Mary. What's up? I'm. I'm tired of people not being able to get a hold of people. I think it's not fair. Are you letting? Wait. What? Everybody's mad because no one can ever get a hold of Eris or anybody else. And so I'm, I'm not, I don't want that to happen anymore because it makes everybody mad or sad. What does that mean, Mary? What, why would Kmore not be able to call me? I always pick up my phone for Kmore. Yeah, Joe, you, you shouldn't have been able to, uh, receive that call. Just like you shouldn't have been able to receive the call from him at the, the meeting that we had this morning. Why? Well, so the conversation that we just had with Boggs um, was off the record. Therefore, he turned on a jammer. And Eris always has a jammer going whenever we meet a contact. So, oh, Mary, Mary, what are you doing? I'm just making sure everybody can talk to each other. But how did you do that while you were here with Boggs when we were at the meeting? Were you listening to what was going on in the meeting? All right, she kind of looks at her feet and kind of, I, I can't help it sometimes. Joe kind of gestures. <laughs> Joe gestures to Mary, like, "Look at this shit." <laughs> um, Mary, that was. She says it wasn't me. What do you mean it wasn't you? Who else could it have been? I don't want to talk about it right now. Uh, no, you're you're not off the hook for this one. I explained to you that we had an important meeting, which is why you went with Boggs, and you invaded our privacy. All right, you see, as you're talking to her, she's just like wilting. Aww. You gotta stay strong. <laughs> I need you to explain to me what you meant by you can't help it sometimes. I just, I can't help it. That's, you, I, I don't know. I can't, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. And then she just kind of stiffens. You okay? And then her head slowly raises and she looks at you. Oh God. Leave me alone. Joe takes a step back. Joe, make a perception check. And that's logic plus willpower. Logic plus willpower. (laughs) What? Two successes. You've seen that before. What? You've seen someone do that before. 
Hey, Val, do you want to step into the other room with me? Sure. <laughs> and Joe is like... Steps is out a- onto the opposite is side it- of a glass pane door to is have it- a conversation. Bo- Bo- Boggs is just kind of standing there like, what the fuck is going on? Hey, can I just open the door or is that going to fuck up your jammer? It, it's a radius, so no, it's not going to mess up the jammer. Okay. And apparently it's not going to fucking matter. My, I, I'm, I'm wondering if the damn thing's working. <laughs> Did I just waste 30 bucks? What the hell? It's only 30 bucks? Well, yeah. Oh my God, that's a steal. I'm going to get one and wear it as a hat so no one can ever reach <laughs> me. <laughs> okay. She just has it on her comm link and she just presses a button and is like, oh, fuck these guys. Uh, yeah, I don't want to hear this anymore. Okay. Um, cool. Then Joe opens the door and like gestures for Val to walk out. Walks out again onto the opposite side of a glass pane door. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joe closes the door and then faces away from the glass panel <laughs> and like cups a, a hand around her mouth and is like, she does the same thing that you do sometimes when you switch around. Oh, God. I'm not trying to generalize. I'm just trying to educate myself. Is this a common thing with? No, it's not. Not many people have DID. I mean, oh boy. So I I don't, I mean, I don't know if she's emulating that or if it's real. Like, I don't know that that's going to be difficult to tell. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to deal with her anyway. (laughs) I don't know. I really super don't know what to do with this because I mean, when we were growing up, I was your friend. And so we already kind of had a rapport. So it was less weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can, I can try and suss this out a little bit. Cool, 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 cool. Because she really scares me a lot. I'm very scared of her. <laughs> she's just nine. Just She's very scary. Okay. All right. So. And then Joe turns around. And uh, Mary is like just standing there in the middle of the room. Boggs is kind of looking down at her and she is just staring at you two through the window. And Joe puffs her chest up, tries to look all big and tough. And then she opens the door for Val again. Um, Val looks down at Mary and, sa- and says, is your name still Mary? Yes. Okay. Why, why such a change in attitude? I'm getting tired of you messing with me. How am I messing with you? You, one minute you want to take care of me and next minute you want to get rid of me. You don't care about me. We haven't wanted to get rid of you. Who wants to get rid of you? Basically everyone. Well, I don't. If I'm such a burden, just let me go. Where would you go? I can find somebody who needs me, who would take care of me, I'm, I'm, I, or I could take care of myself. We've been trying to take care of you, Mary. I'm sorry that shit has kind of hit the fan, but, you know, none of us were really prepared to take in a nine-year-old, and I apologize if we haven't been doing a very good job, but... Uh, to be fair, you and Cammy are the only two that seem to care about me at all. Well... Everybody else is just either passive-aggressive or just mean. Joe opens the door a little wider and like wags her finger inside the door and is like, to be fair, I'm not, I'm, I'm afraid of you. That's what I am. And I need you to set the record straight. Why are you afraid of me? You're terrifying. Why? What did I do? She just doesn't understand some of the things that you can do, Mary. Sometimes you act like you're not a normal nine-year-old girl. And A lot of that could be because you've been locked up in your own mind for so long. But it's disarming sometimes 
and we're all doing the best that we can. You know, some of the things that you do catch us off guard. That's not, they're not behaviors of a normal nine-year-old. For Christ's sake, you had your supposed dead sister shipped to our house. You screamed and a bunch of android dogs stopped what they were doing. And this is my fault? Not your fault, just not normal behavior. So we're trying to just figure it out every stepping stone at a time. You knew that that, that the rat shaman was going to die. That he was infected or whatever, just by being in the same room as him. Because I could see it on him. I can't oh, help what I see. Are you afraid of me because I can do things that you can't do? There are lots of people that can do things that I can't do. But there is just something very unnerving about you that I cannot put my finger on. It's very familiar and very unsettling. Well, I wish I was normal so you'd like me. And then you see her just kind of wilt again. I'll try harder to be normal. Mary, we're not trying to change you or make you feel like a burden in any way. We're just, like I said, doing the best we can with the little bit of information that we have. And then she looks over at Boggs and she says, you can turn that off now. And he's like, what? And then he grabs his face and drops in pain. Oh, See, this is one of those moments. I like rush to box aside. Yeah, he's he he is almost like it's almost like he was hit by a taser. He's unconscious. Oh my god. Mary, what was that? She looks at you and says, I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, okay. When that happens, Joe's eyes just kinda She goes WT start to they start right. to glow a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and she's and Mary Mary's like very sincere face. She's like, I didn't do that. Okay, well who else could have then? She she just points at Boggs and says, the thing in his face was was on. I told him not to do that. Okay. Look, Val. I'm, I'm going to... I mean this with all of, all of the sincerity in the world. I don't have time for whatever this is right now. Kamor's in trouble. And I need to find somebody to go watch Cammy. Because I don't think Cammy can be alone right now. Not, we've already probably left her for too long. Yeah, Mary's standing there. She's like... Do, should I call an ambulance? I'm like checking. Yeah, he's not dead or anything. He's just, it, it just, it knocked him out. No, you don't need to call an ambulance, but we're going to. Yeah, essentially, I mean, you could probably do a computer's hacking plus Intel to figure plus out what logic? happened. Yeah, logic, I'm sorry. Two successes. You want to put any edge into that? Yeah. Yeah. Four successes. Uh, the way he reacted, you've seen that before. It's a, it's, it's kind of like a, a biofeedback from an ice attack. An ice attack. Yeah. So, like, if you're hacked into a system and it's got ice protecting it. Yeah. And it attacks and causes a, fe- a feedback, mm-hmm. a biofeedback, which actually hurts the person hacking in. It's almost. It, he reacted almost exactly the same way. Okay. So you got four successes. Yeah. Very likely somebody's been hacking his cyber eye. Great. Fuck. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the stupidest, smartest thing that I can think of right now. I'm gonna take like a piece of paper or something off of his desk and some tape, and I'm gonna make a makeshift eye patch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> After I finish doing that, uh, Joe, pick him up. Yeah. Okay. And Joe. <laughs> Really heft. <laughs> okay. Very easily. And at this point, there's like a, a couple of people in the hallway, like looking through, because it's not like a, a closed office. There's like glass and there's like people like looking and like uh, somebody opens up the door and's like, 
Is everything okay? What's ha- what happened to Jake? Um, Jake's fine. He just got a really bad migraine and kind of passed out. So we're just going to take him home. Oh, okay. Um, and who are you? Uh, I'm his sister. I smell a bullshit roll. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Let's see. Is that a con? Yep. That's a con. Well, I'm good at con. Con plus charisma. Uh, charisma. Plus, yeah. Well, it's charisma plus, plus charisma. <laughs> Three successes. All right. The guy who poked his head in, you say, I'm, I'm his sister. And he goes, oh, oh, I didn't realize you were in town. Yeah, we just got in recently. Um, we heard that. Is that your wife? Yes. <laughs> it's nice to finally meet you two. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Come on, honey. We have to take, we got to take Jake home. He's been having really bad migraines recently. That's why we came down to visit. Um, and he's, oh yeah, sure. No problem. He's, he's like, a, he's an older gentleman. He's, um he's human, but he looks kind of like. um J.K. Simmons. <laughs> that's kind of on the nose for, you know, working <laughs> at the That's just at the what post. I could think of. So yeah, he's like, uh, what the hell's going on in here? <laughs> oh, you must be his, uh, you must be, his, are you her wife? Oh, okay. Nice to meet you. And he looks down at uh, Mary and says, and you must be Cindy. <laughs> and Mary looks up and goes, yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, do I need to call you a go-go or? No, we've got our car out front. Oh. Um, but he may be, I don't know if he'll be back tomorrow um, or not. At- no worries. Not the first time this has happened. I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, we're we're trying to get it taken care of right now. The last time it happened, his uh, eye shorted and it zapped him stupid for a couple of days. But uh, you know, how can you tell, right? <laughs> I know with Jake, it's really difficult. I'm surprised you're in town with you know, not to be too personal, but um, you know, with what happened with your mom. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> You know we're we're all just trying to band together and and keep strong. You know you gotta you gotta take care of your own. You know. Sure. And Joe's like inching towards the. You know, trying to <laughs> trying to make like that escape where you step by step. Right, and he's trying to do a Midwest step. goodbye. And yeah. You're, yeah. All right. He's like, all right. Well, have him call me whenever he wakes up. I uh, just want to make sure he's doing okay. He's supposed to be coming over to my place on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So he should be able to make it there. And Joe gives him like a couple pats on the back. All right, he's but it's really his butt. <laughs> <laughs> he's resilient, so uh, that kid, that kid, he just walks out. Well, finally, uh, nice to finally meet you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. He just walks out and he like pokes his head and he goes, "The fuck are you doing in here? Get to work!" And he closes the door. All right, let's get out of here really fast before I tell anyone else we're married. I mean, we would have had that covered. All right, so you're headed. You're headed. Uh, Actually, we wouldn't have because if I had said that his mom was staying with me, and then his cover is that his mom's dead, apparently, then that would have been awkward. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're just gonna take him to the safe house. Yeah, the house, the house, the house. Right? Should we hire a babysitter? And Joe is like flipping through like um. Care.com trying right. to find a And at this point, it's like you get a full like background check every on every person that comes up and everything. Flip, flip, flip. You're flipping through uh, care.com for uh, for babysitters. Wait, do we really want to subject an outside individual to all of this? <laughs> I mean, do you hey, trust? Hey, we need you to watch this kid, but also um, 
my friend is really drunk and passed out, and this guy just got zapped by his cyber eye, so he's also passed out. Um, we'll give you 20 extra bucks an hour. <laughs> hey, no, Joe puts into the terms and conditions, does not ask questions, and narrows the search. Like within a certain radius of, of the Jennings house? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you get uh, uh, Candace Barrett. Just call me Candy. <laughs> hey, Val, look at this one. And then <laughs> I imagine that you can like swipe the things on your AR over to someone else. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. Like, so like Joe like swipes Candy's profile over to Val and is like, I think this, I think she looks pretty good. Right. On a, on a scale of three, I'm going to roll. Um, well, I'll just do it real simple. On a scale of one to six, this is her, her rating. Two. two. God damn it. But it's the only one that pops up. No questions asked. Candy looks hard as fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Her um, hollow pick. It very much looks like like she just got done, got finished saying, you got my shit. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to bring a drug dealer into our house. <laughs> Look, she has a rating. There are other people that don't even have ratings. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or not. I mean, fuck it. Why not? Mary, we're going to get you a babysitter for the time being. Wait, where is it that we have to go? We've got to go. We, well, now we have to go to the police department because Kmore has been detained. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mary, we need to go check on Kmore, but we've got somebody that's going to come over and hang out with you for a little while. Is that okay? Um. Okay. Okay. I like new people. This is a very new person. This person is so new, I don't even know them yet. Okay. Is it going to be like meeting dog leash? A little bit different. I assume I wasn't there for that. Mm, okay. All right. <laughs> so you go to the you go to the safe house or you go to the house? Yeah. And I've already shot candy um an inquiry. Okay. It's like uh 50 new yen an hour. God damn. If you book for later than the next 24 hours, if it's short notice, it's 100 new yen for the first hour, 50 new yen an hour. This hopefully won't take a long time. Yeah, it's fine. We got money now. So we got good. We have lots of money. We're flushed with cash. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe somebody's hacking us right now. I'm very fri- Maybe I should just take this and Joe starts like taking her comm off. <laughs> okay. No. Oh, my God. That is a lot. Okay. Never mind. Okay, so you you send out a thing saying you need immediately. You have you send the address. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get a confirmation, and then you and then all of a sudden you also get a link for a go go bill as she is charging you for the go go ride. Cool. Yeah, I pay the go go bill. So by the time you get to the house, there is a go go pulling up, and it's double size go go. As Candy gets out, and Candy's a troll. Of course. She a big woman. That's right. She's got like a Mary Poppins bag. She comes walking up, and she's like, she's tatted up and down. Uh, which one of you's Joe? That's me. And this is... Uh, this is Mary. Mary. Mary looks up and says, hi, Candy. I'm Mary. Hi, Mary. Are you going to be a good girl? She's like, probably not. Yes, you will. Yes, I will. You're very good with kids. I've got five of my own. Um, there are also uh, a couple of other people in the house, um, but they are... I don't do any weird stuff. It's... <laughs> it's... 
we have a really drunk friend. You're not selling it. It's fine. <sighs> I understand. And this- as long as they as long as they keep their hands to themselves, I'm fine. Basically, there's yeah. going to be two people incapacitated at the house. You're not going to have to worry about them. Just watch the kid, please. Yeah. I can't. I do this all the time. Perfect. Um, and then Joe goes ahead and like hands over. Uh, it was 150 per hour after mm-hmm. that. Uh, go goes ahead and like just sends over 150 and is like, I'll send you more. Um, if we're gonna be later, I pay up front for the, this sort of stuff. All right. She says, No problem. Have a good time. Perfect. It will be a time. <laughs> and and she's like, all right, Mary, march. One, two, three, four. Mary starts marching up the steps. Hell yeah. All right, let's go to the police station, I guess. Okay. The closest police – he gave you – he told you which station yeah. it was. Uh, we'll say that – let's see, Kmore, he's probably – yeah, it's going to be a Marine Villa precinct. And you show up, desk sergeant. Can I help you? Uh, yes. Hi. Um, I'm here to see Kmore Rushak. Okay. Are you relation? Um. Representation? I am a, I'm basically his daughter, his adopted daughter. Okay. Are you here to pay his bail? I will go ahead and pay his bail. Um, has a lawyer been provided for him? Um, public defender's office has been notified, but he's not be he's not considered, uh, dangerous. His bond has been set already. 5,000. God damn. Um, I'm, while she's paying the bail, I'm going to be researching lawyers. Okay. Researching lawyers. So you're just looking up lawyers? Well, defense attorneys. Okay. All right. In the event we need one, aside from the public defender, because if the public defender's shit, then, you know. Right. He guilty. You start accessing, like, different search engine stuff or, and whatever. So you pay his pay his bond? Yeah, I sure do. Oh my god, that's so much money. <laughs> okay, all right. So you pay. We his- got sixteen k just for the stupid body pickup from Mystery Meat. So are we good? Yeah, I know. I know that in my head, but in my heart, it's just really hard to part with this money. Joe says as like she's <laughs> mid handing the cred stick to the officer. All right, he just kind of taps the box. He's like, he's like. Um, or I'm assuming that you're giving like a certified cred stick, so like a so yeah. that way it's not traceable. Yeah. All right. He just kind of looks at you because that's what drug dealers do, <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Okay, just tap it on here. Tap, tap, tap. Five k comes off of it, off the balance, and then you see it applies it towards his bond, and then he says, "All right, he should be out in a moment." Cool. Thanks. Can I get you any refreshments or? Uh, Can I have a coffee? He, like, steps down and uh, walks around the desk, and he says, yeah, I was going to get one myself. Joe leans over to Val and is like, do you think it would be too much to ask? Do you think that they've got Haley's Irish cream here? I mean, it's a police station. I I don't see why not, but, you know, you do you. <laughs> so the officer comes back, cup of coffee, hands Val a cup of coffee. You didn't ask for one, miss, but I went ahead and brought you one anyway. Thanks. He's like, any friend of the prophet. He walks huh. into the office. He's a fan. He's a fan. And then a few minutes later, Kmore comes walking out. He looks like hell. He's all mopey and, hey, Joe. Joe, like, scoops him up in a big hug. All right. He doesn't, he he kind of kind of weakly hugs you back, and then he just starts crying on your shoulder. Hey, buddy. And she kind of, like, pats him on the back. What what happened? Um, I I came here to, I, I came here to report her, report her being gone, and. 
They they locked me up. Yeah, what happened? You you said that they she was gone on the phone, but you didn't really She took all my money, Joe. Oh my god. And my trike. She what? What's her name? Shelly. Shelly took my and then I, 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 I tried to file a, a police report, but I think she used a fake name. Damn it. Do you have any Okay, this is gonna sound really weird, but we're gonna we're gonna get her, okay? And Joe like puts her hands on Kmore's shoulders and she's like, Do you have a, any pictures of her? Um, maybe at my place. I think I do. Okay. Let's go. That's where my calm is. We're gonna we're gonna solve some crime. Okay. You know, I I feel so stupid, Joe. It I just thought I thought that I had gotten real lucky, you know, and all it really was was somebody taking advantage of me. Kmore, you are literally not at fault. You are the most wonderful, caring person that that has consistently been in my life for so long. She is the monster for taking advantage of you, and I am going to make sure that she fucking pays for it. Okay. Well, don't hurt her, though. I'm not going to hurt her, but I am going to make sure that she pays up. I'm not I'm not totally convinced that she wasn't put up to it. Well, then I'll find that out, too. Because how can somebody be so mean? People are bastards, Kmore. Well, I thought I, I, I thought, you know, I thought once you got to a certain age, people stopped acting like that, you know? Hi, Val. Hi. Sorry you're having a rough day. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing you'll learn in this life, it's that people suck. Yeah. So, where are we going? We're going to go back to your place. We're going to see if you got any pictures of her. And then we're going to start looking. Isn't that right, Val? Yeah. I mean, this is an injustice. And now that we're taking the law into our own hands, I guess. No, I mean, you're right, Gamora. It's really not fair that she's treated you this way. So we'll we'll do what we can to try and help you out. You know, I um I felt like I, I felt like such a big shot. I feel so stupid because, you know, I felt like on top of the world after after you guys, you know, did that job and I got some money out of it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think maybe I was just too careless and somebody just saw me pay, spending money and mm, that's it. So, okay. You ain't never been to my place, have you, Joe? No. No. Well, don't mind the smell. It's not me. It's just that, you know, I mean, the reason the rent is so cheap is because it's next to the, you know, the sewage plant. Right. Right. I think you've mentioned that before. Right. It makes my my clothes stink. So I have to keep my clothes in a plastic bag. Okay, Kmore. Let's, we'll go, we'll go to your place. Uh Um, And then maybe, you know, on the way, um, we'll see if we can find cheap Apartments that are not next to a, a sewage plant. How about that? Does that well, she unfortunately she took all of my money, so I don't have any money. I don't even have money for a down payment. I didn't. I don't even have money to pay you back for my bail. Well, Joe. Hey, first of all, don't worry about that. Um, we're gonna get your money back, though. I just hope she didn't take it to like the the riverboat and, and gamble it away. You know, or, she, or or go down to Tunica or something. She's gonna pay. You know, middle aged ladies love Tunica. I did not know that, but apparently it's like uh, it, it's like crawling with them. Hmm. So you know, kind of sounds like Branson. Yeah. Well, you know what? I did go to Branson. Yeah. Yeah. There were there, there were a lot of them there too. Oh. Maybe she went to Branson. I was just thinking that actually. Anyway, let's get going so we can officially start our investigation. Well, okay. Who's driving? Uh, I can drive. Uh, your bike. The Bramble. We've got so we've got the Bramble Lamb. The bike is in the back. 
I don't think I've ever ridden in that in the Bramble Land before. Cammy never let me ride in it. Yeah, Cammy's. She says that I stunk too much. That's very mean, and I'm going to have a talk with her about. I don't You'll think ruin meant, my upholstery. <laughs> I don't think she meant any, anything by it, and you know, in her defense, you know, I would say probably six times out of ten, I probably do stink. But it's you know, it's not my fault. Yeah, no, it's it's not your fault. You know, and not only do I live near a sewage plant, I also sweat a lot. But that's what happens when you got all this hair. Maybe I, maybe I need to shave. All right, so you drive to. Uh, he tells you where he lives, and it's it's in it's uh, like a an, an next to an industrial park in Kosciuszko. Mm-hmm. So, and yes, it is right next to a like a a sewage treatment plant. Oof. Yeah, it smells like constantly smells like hard boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. I love that fresh air. He goes, you know, when you live here long enough, and I've been living here for a long time, mostly because it's within walking distance of the of the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you live here long enough, you don't even smell it anymore. You got to take some precautions like, you know, don't drink the water and, um, you know, put your put your clothes in the plastic bags. Um, and then uh, I, I honestly thought about getting one of those water softeners, you know, or like the filters and stuff. But those are always too expensive. I should have just went ahead and did it. But but then my my landlord said that, you know, if I added something like that to the apartment, um, I had to leave it. And that didn't seem very fair to me because it's like if I'm going to upgrade the, your apartment, then why can't I take my stuff with me when I leave? But not that I was going to be leaving anytime soon, but, you know, I don't know. Does that make any sense? No, that makes perfect sense. You know what that is, Kmore? That's capitalism at its worst. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I don't know much about capitalism. Um or any other isms as that as that goes, but um, yeah, I just thought it kind of sucked. So I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna put any money into this place. And honestly, I I was I'd been you know you know staying with my lady friend for some time, and right, you know, I, I kind of thought I was moving up in the world, and you know, I really shouldn't have, I really shouldn't have, you know, like given her access to my my money. I really shouldn't have. <sighs> but you know, I was in love. Look. You you don't know what you don't know, and you can't change what's happened, but we are going to make right what has happened. Right. And when you're right, you're right. So, I okay. Find. Let me see. I, I think I got um I got at least a couple of pictures on my com. Let me go get it. Um, you guys make yourselves at home. Uh, that uh, the refrigerator's got some uh some some beer in it. Um, uh, uh, Val, Joe. Um, no beer for you. You're training. I am training. But you can take one of the beers, one of the beers for Kami for later. But um, that's the last thing she needs. Oh, you know she tied one on, huh? Uh, she's having. She's also having a bad day. Mm. It's it, it's going around. I. It seems like it is. Hmm. Okay. Well, let me go. Let me go. My calm, and I'm I'm gonna change my clothes too, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Then he's talking to you from the other room and he's like, you know, I don't know how well these comms, this com works, you know, because I can't see it too well. Um, but I try. So hopefully some of these pictures came out and they're not of my thumb or something stupid. Oh, Kmore, why don't you just wear the glasses? Uh, I can't. I'm not going to. Because nobody takes me seriously when I wear my glasses because they, they make me look so nerdy. You don't look nerdy and you can see when you wear them. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know what's funny? And he's as he comes walking, he's like pulling a, a shirt over his head. He goes, "You know what's funny is uh, I had taken um, a couple of pictures." He's like flipping through his com. He's like, "I had taken some pictures of my lady friend, and and 
I, I, I saw, uh, you know, because, you know, I see her up close all the time, but I never saw a picture of her, you know, like a, like, like a, like a full picture. And I remember when I took it, I showed it to her. I was like, look at you. You're so beautiful. And she like an angel and she just laughed and got embarrassed. But I'm, I'm just wondering if that was all an act. Oh, okay. So he, yeah, here's, here's a couple of pictures and he's like showing him. He like opens it up and he's like, yeah. Um, so see, there's uh there, there, there's a picture. There's a picture of her and, and there's a, there, there's another picture of her. Um, I imagine that Kmore has a 2077 version of a flip phone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like 20 years old. As you're looking at these pictures, something very, very apparent. She's, she's a dwarf, but she's probably 15 or 20 years younger than him. Mm-hmm. And she's dressed very nicely. Um, I mean, not like, she's not like, you know, heiress dressed, you know, she's not right. well to do, but you know, she's, she's very like very clean cut. Um, you're like, she and Kmore don't seem to be like a, a very good fit, but then again, to each his own, but it's like now after the fact, you're looking at it going, yeah. Oh, so yeah, he's. He's like a like a generous four, and she's like a like an eight. Right, a dwarven eight. Well, right. she's a sugar baby. Uh, hey Val, can you? I don't I don't know how you do your your hacking thing. I can look into her. Perfect, thank you. Okay. All right, so you're gonna do like an image search of her. Uh... Yeah. Okay. So I'll do that. Yeah, I'm gonna use another point of edge. Wasted. Five successes. Five successes. Okay. All right. So you start looking into image search, which leads you into a database of like the DMV and all of that. I mean, hell, uh, with an access to something like even like a Westlaw account you can look into a lot of shit through pictures names and all kinds of stuff like that and it's it's not even really that hard so you start looking into pictures and you find out that her name is anna franklin anna franklin i will destroy you then you get same face brooke barnett and then you get same face joanne hubbard yeah um Kimor, I hate to tell you this, but I think that um, I think Miss Shelley may Shelley Monroe. Yeah, Shelley Monroe. Um, I don't think that she was being very honest with you from the beginning. Um, I've I've been doing just a you know a little bit of digging, and she's got a number of other aliases and names that she's been known as previously. Um, so I think I think she might. She changes her identity and, you know, unfortunately gains the heart of some unsuspecting individual and takes advantage. Can we catch her, though? Is that that's possible, right? Um, does her does anything point me to her like last location? Well, through what you've already done. No. You want Digi to help? Sure. I'll let you roll again because you, you call up Digi. Digi's like. Sup? What do you need, Val? 
Um, can you do me a favor and look into... Because I ain't doing nothing, you know, other hey. than the 18 other things you got me doing today. Hey, come on now. You're my, you're my man. You're yeah, my guy. You always say that. You always say that. Have I not taken care of you? Yeah. What, what does that even mean? <laughs> I keep you around, don't I? Oh, my God. Can you delete Digi? Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah, she can she can decompile so, him. Can you tell Digi that I would never decompile him? Well, I wouldn't either. Tell him that I love him. You can see him through AR. Yeah. He so looks you, can, like, you can interact oh, with him. Joe turned all of her shit off. Because, oh, that's right. That's yeah. Because right. she's afraid of being hacked now. Oh, my God. Oh, yep. Uh, in, in a almost entirely digital age, I am surrounded by... Like, Luddites. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Digi gives you four uh, four dice, extra dice on your roll. Oh. As he's helping you out. He's like, uh, so we're looking up this, huh? Okay. Um, hey, do you want to check ShadowNet? Yeah. Three successes. You search ShadowNet. Is this kind of like the dark web? Yes. Just making sure I'm picking up what you're putting. And this person, all the different names that you were given. Mm-hmm. Matches a shadow runner who goes by the street name of Liquid. Great. Is there anything else that I discover in the. Uh, yeah. Liquid has a loose affiliation with Mystery Meat Incorporated. Goddamn. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we have a way to get in contact with Mr. Meat. We've done that before. So we can just call and inquire again, I guess. Would they give up information about one of their affiliated runners? If we had a job for him. I guess. What kind of stuff do you think she does? I mean, just look at what Mystery Meat does. Yeah, but I mean, just acquiring dead bodies doesn't seem like it'd be that hard. (laughs) I don't know. It's a lead. It's something that we could absolutely look into for Kmore. Yep. So Kmore's sitting there. He's dressed. He's wearing a uh, name and anime. Um, 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 fruits basket. All right, so he's wearing a fruits basket T-shirt that you bought him for for Christmas this last year. He's like, "See? Oh, you do wear it. I do. I, I actually just found it because um I had put it in a in one of my bags when you gave it to me, and uh, I put it in one of my other gym bags, and then uh then I misplaced it. I misplaced my bag, but I found it. Well, I'm glad that you like it. Yeah, fruits basket. I don't understand it. I don't understand what this is, but I knew you'd like it, so I wore it. Kmore didn't do it. Fruits basket. That's just such a funny name. I could just say it all day. Fruits basket. So what did you find out? So we found that she is a shadow runner who goes by the runner name Liquid. Liquid like like pee? (laughs) I mean, pee is a liquid. He's not wrong. Mm. So... That's kind of a dumb name for a shadow runner. Yeah, I I don't disagree. Maybe it's like, ooh, I'm hard to catch, like liquid. How do you catch a liquid in a that, bottle? That makes a lot of sense. So. That's a pretty slick name if that's what that means. She doesn't, she didn't come across it. She's a middle-aged dwarven woman. A shadow runner? That don't make no sense. You sure you looked at the right person? Yeah, pretty positive. Hmm. Val is really good at this. I don't doubt that. Okay. So what now? Well, we found a company that it seems like she's loosely affiliated with. So we are going to try to set a trap for her. Um, okay. Like a, like a catfish? Kind of, except more like a bottle. A bottle. Or a, a bucket. A bucket. You know, like we're going to set a bucket. We're going to set a bucket. 
I like it. Okay. And, and can I come with you? Or is this something that I probably shouldn't be involved in? Well, if you do come, you'll probably need a fake name, mm. like a, a runner name. Right. What would my runner name be? You could be, um, hmm. It's like, well, what about something ironic? Or is that, uh, is that not, is that not something smart to do? I mean, you can, you can have an ironic name. What kind of? Cause then when I, then I might like regret it later. Well, I mean, you're not, are you, are you planning on being a shadow runner? No. So I, I don't mean, even know if I could do it. What? I mean, you guys, you guys do it. You tell me, can I do Hold it? Hold on. I'm curious now. What is your suggestion? What do you mean? Oh, I thought you had an idea of something. I mean, like stilts or something, you know? Oh. Or, 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 or the rose or something. Hmm. You know, the you opposite smell, of Stinky McGee. Because you smell so, smell so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Or Goliath or something, you know, funny like that. You could be Goliath. I oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I don't know of any Goliaths running the streets right now. So, yeah, you could... Be Goliath. <laughs> Unfortunately, if I if I were to run run across somebody who already has that name, there and it's appropriate, it probably wouldn't be a good thing for me. Probably not. But we're gonna take measures to make sure that you're not recognized. You got to be bold, right? Yes. Okay. Bold and brash. All right. So, okay, Goliath, it is. Writing it. What's down. my specialty? Um, Goliath, you are. Street samurai. <laughs> oh God. Well, I mean, you know, I was, I was in the army a long time ago, so I mean, I know my way around a gun. Oh yeah. You know, and um, I mean, I was, I, I, I had a fair, um, fair knowledge of of ordnance and stuff. So, um, I don't know, Goliath, the bomb man. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. You know the. You the explosives expert or something. I don't know. I mean, I could throw a grenade pretty good. Yeah, I wish I had your skill throwing grenades a while back. Well, Damn. To, to be fair, that was one hell of a throw. Just one in, you Oof. know, the wrong trash can. No, it was the trash can I was aiming for. I just didn't know it was occupied. That wasn't your fault. Anyway. So. Demolitions expert. Name Goliath. There you go. We got this. So, right. is it just the three of us? We're the three runners? Yeah, I think Cammy's indisposed right now. Um, hold on, let me... Wait, if he's a demolitions expert, why isn't his name Claymore? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You're making some good points. Right, he, do you say that? Yes. All right, he goes, that's really good. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> Val, why weren't you throwing out these clutch names when we were deciding our names? I don't know. It just came to me. Claymore. Because my name's Claymore. And explosive. Oh, my. That's really good. Yeah. Okay. That's really good. I think I I could live with that. Scratching out Goliath. Yeah, no Goliath. It's Claymore. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is fun. This is what Shadowrunning is. Shadowrunning is fun. <laughs> the the entire the entirety of Shadowrun is coming up with your name. That's well, that's true. It's like a band, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, it's it all it, it all based on you, you name yourself something college radio. You're gonna be college radio the rest of your career. That's true. Oh my gosh, is collateral? Is that it's is a self fulfilling enough? <laughs> yeah. So now what? Well, now, now that I've got a Shadowrunner name, now what do we do? Now we have to contact. Mystery meat. Okay, how do we do that? Val, you have the nicest talking on the phone voice. Oh my god. Okay. 
Well, I mean, we need an excuse first. Well, we have a we have a job, and we need to get in contact with uh, the runner named Liquid. Okay, so then we're just gonna like we're gonna make up a fake job to meet up with this person and just call her out. Is that what's gonna happen? I mean, that's kind of what I had in mind. Okay. Um, and we don't need, we can be like, hey, this is, it's an important job. It's one that should suit her skills, but it's kind of on the hush-hush, so we have to talk to her directly about it. Okay. Okay. Is this my first stint as a Johnson, then, technically? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> okay. All right, so you're trying to figure out how to get in contact with Mystery Meat Incorporated. Didn't I have, uh, didn't Mary contact them before? Yes, she did. Could I access her contact information for them? Yeah, you could probably figure it out. Okay, that's what I so do. So you, you backtrack and figure out what number she, she dialed for that? Yes. And as she was so quick to point out earlier, she's, you know, she doesn't like people not being able to contact, be in contact. So, you know, she, every, just, everything she does, she just kind of leaves it out for you to see what she's been yeah, doing. Yeah, Exactly. Go back and, you know, check the logs of interactions and things like that, and you find where the number that Mary got, and uh, you remember how she got it, right? She saw an ad on the- t- no, 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 no. She hacked Rhino's system. Yeah, that's what it was, because that it was the same way that she got her sister delivered to us. So, okay, there's the number. Okay. It's a, it's a it's just a comm number, and it's a, it only accepts- uh, Voice. Voice. Okay, yeah, calling it. Mystery meat. Hi, I'm trying to get in contact with uh, a runner affiliate of yours. Dead air. Fuck. How many meal plans do you need? Oh, God. Is he meaning, like, how many people do I need? Oh, shit. Um, I'm just looking for one named Liquid. <laughs> where? Where Where was the sewage plant at? It's in uh, Kosciuszko. Uh, have, have a meet us at the uh, sewage plant outside of Kosciuszko. Time? As soon as possible. Com number. This a good one. Yes. Okay. Click. <laughs> yeah, they didn't hang up. They just sat there. <laughs> no, just I, and then I just click. <laughs> okay. All right. That sounded like a really uncomfortable phone call. I'm so glad I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> meal plan. I was like, meal plans. What the fuck is that? Asking how many people you're gonna kill? How many people I need? Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we should get over there. Well, I mean, it's like right next to his yeah, house, and right? Yeah, and so Joe steps outside the apartment. You can see, as a matter of fact, the the where you where you told to meet, you can see from his window. Yeah. Ooh, do you think I could superhero land if I jumped out <laughs> of this window? Nice appearances. That's all we're worried about. Well, then I could tackle her and keep her from running. I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to tackle her regardless. That's probably true, but that would just be more fun. Look at how good we are at this. We're so good at this. We're amazing at this. So, are you going there? Are you waiting here? What are you doing? Who's going? I'll go there and wait outside. Okay. What about Kmore? Kmore, buddy, I think you might want to hang in here because if she sees you, she could potentially just, you know, dip out. He goes, okay. Um, How about this? Keep an eye on the plant. And if anything looks suspicious, I'm asking the guy who can hardly see to tell me if he spots anything weird. You got the one-eyed lookout, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> if you see anything weird, uh, just, you know, well, what's weird? calm me. You know, like, if you see anyone with a gun or approaching... It's Kosciuszko, everybody's got guns. Oh, that's fair. If anyone starts pointing the guns at us... Okay. Joe turns her comm back on. Okay. And activates motorcycle helmet mode. Okay. I'm super... 
stealthy right now, guys. And then is there like an alleyway kind of close by? Well, not not close to the actual sewage plant because it's kind of off on its own. Right. But I mean, within, I would say, you know, probably a quarter mile, there's certainly a... Oh, that's a little far back. Um, Joe is just going to meander um, around the front of the complex then. Okay. The and remember, Kosciuszko, uh, it, it's got a massive rail yard right next to the river. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's 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 like boxcars and shit there. Oh too. yeah, then I'll just hide back there. And Val, you are just out in the open. Sure. Okay. Pull your hood up at least. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. God, it stinks fucking worse than in Kimor's apartment. And you get a text saying ten minutes. I reply back. I'll be up front. All right. So ten minutes goes by as you're sitting there, and then a very nondescript Ford Americar pulls up. Turd brown creeps up and. Stops right in front of you. Door opens. There's nobody inside. Fuck. You hear through the uh, like the speaker system. Get in. No, this was our meeting place. That's so suspicious. <laughs> okay. Door closes and it drives off. <laughs> Fucking shit. Oh, no. Do you ever set up a really big stakeout? I mean- <laughs> <laughs> If I had gotten in that car, I would have been killed. I know it. That would have been the last of Val. I ha- I'm a limp noodle when it comes to that shit. Oh, my God. Okay. Fuck. You get a text. Ten minutes. Ten minutes goes by, and motorcycle pulls up. There's a dwarf. Yeah. Glad I didn't get in the fucking creepy-ass car. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it's like a, a chopper. Oh, Jesus. Gets off the chopper, you know, and it's like, it's, you know, it's like a, you know, uh, what do they call those a- ape hangers? So the, yeah, the arms are up. Yeah, like the giant. Yeah, with the seat is low set. So this dwarf is, has this massive motorcycle. Her, me- her feet a, don't touch is the Is it ground. a trike? No, it's not a trike. Okay. It's an actual, it's a, it's a regular motorcycle. Steps off, walks up. It has a, you know, has that black helmet on with a, you know, you know, like almost like a, a tinted visor. Yeah. Leather jacket. Walks up, muffled voice says, uh, you wanted to see me? Yeah, um, I uh, had a friend of mine that got me in contact with you, and I was, you know, just curious of some of the services that you can provide. Any specialties? Who sent you? No concern of yours. Joe starts moving towards trying to flank. Okay. Trying to pincer. Reaches up, unfastens the strap underneath the helmet, pulls the helmet off, dwarven female, same face. She looks at you and she says, are you fucking stupid? Excuse me? Do you think I'm stupid? No. Okay. And she looks right at Kmore's building and then she looks back at you and she's like, just like sizing you up. You want to hire me? Well, I wanted to know your qualifications before I hired you. Okay. Where's Eris? Doesn't she do your negotiating or are you looking to replace her? <gasps> Eris is indisposed at the moment and again, no concern of yours. Well, we serve the same purpose, so if you're looking to hire me... Okay, so she's a face. Got it. Oh, that makes sense now. <laughs> Putting the faces together. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, face is the... Oh, well, I can't say the only thing, but it it makes the most sense out of the things that she'd do. Well, yeah, but, like, I wanted to get a straighter answer so that we... Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen, you're the one that didn't want to have this conversation. That's true. So how close do you get, Joe? Oh, Joe's going to try to, like... Pull up behind her? Yeah, like, grab her. 
Okay. What was with the car? I had to make sure you weren't a complete moron. <laughs> so she's watching you. Oh, boy. Are you trying to deceive her in any way, or she's just kind of judging your intent here? I'm not necessarily trying to deceive her, but more so just trying to... Here, let's do it this way. I'll give you a plot point. Boink. And, Joe, you're within, like, ten feet, and she's looking right at Val and says, if collateral takes one more step, I detonate. I... And then she she looks over at Kmore's building again. Fuck. Okay. All right. And then I hold up my hand towards collateral, towards Joe. Joe, oh. Or oh. do you keep moving or do you... Oh. Joe stops moving. Okay. We just want to have a discussion with you about our friend. Yep. I will make sure that she doesn't make any efforts to physically hurt you. I can hear you. Yeah, and you're going to do it. I'm not going to put... But we we need, you know, a straight answer because this... This guy is close to us, and, you know, you did him dirty. All right. She just smiles, and she says, I didn't do anything to him. You robbed him. She smiles, and she says, once you made contact, all of his money was returned. Then why take it in the first place? How else was I going to get your attention? Fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> we fell into the shit. <laughs> well, hold on. It's Hold on. It's not all Joe's fault, though, because Val didn't see the trap either. It's not just the dipshit squad. Well, actually, it is the dipshit squad still. <laughs> so much for being smart and smash. <laughs> now it's just smash and dumb. <laughs> smash and hack. Yeah. Oh, golly. sorry. Hack and smash. Yes. There you go. Okay. Okay. Well, you have our attention then. The Cobras. Yeah. What about them? We want to take them down, but we don't want to step in your way. Call it a professional courtesy. Okay. Are you telling me that you entered a relationship with Kmore for... I was paid for that. By whom, might I ask? She looks up and she shrugs. I suppose uh, there is no real non-disclosure agreement when it comes to what we do, but when you're hired to do a job, it's bad form to rat the person out. But then again, this is the shadows, so anything's for sale. What's your price? She looks at you and says... 2000 1500 Oh, we're negotiating. Okay. 1500 and you tell me how you got my number. Fine. Okay. She's wait she's like waits for you to transfer the money. Okay, I transfer it. Okay. You give me your info and then I'll give you mine. Okay. Diamond Hal. Fucking Diamond Hal. <laughs> I hate that man. He said that he needed to know everything uh about you and you and Arsenal. Because he hadn't heard from Eris in a while, and he was afraid that you were stealing her. Okay. And I needed to get as much information as possible. Kmore was a point of weakness. Okay. And loves to talk. That he does. Yep. Fucking Kmore. (laughs) It's nothing personal. It's just biz. Yeah. We got your information from a security service. What? Uh, Rhino Security. Rhino gave up. No. So it was hacked. Yes. Okay. Then she looks at you and it kind of looks you up and down and goes, respect. That's not an easy hack. And it wasn't even me. <laughs> Val's the best. Hey, I did hack into the fucking whole St. Louis uh, security grid when you were getting in no, the No, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying I, to I be. Don't know. Right. Do, do you say any of this? Yeah. 
You say, you know, you're the best and you say and you say the the grid and all that stuff. Oh, fuck. I didn't really want to, but I guess now it makes sense. You You don't have to. I'm just saying. Joe definitely said Val is the best. It it would be totally in character for you guys to start barking at each other. Yeah, I know it would. So, yeah, I do say it. All right. She's looking right at you, Val, and says, you've pulled off some pretty impossible shit. That's what I do. We're about to pull off some even more impossible shit when we uh, chase the snakes out of St. Louis. So I go back to what I originally was saying is we know you have a beef, the Cobras, and so do we because they're racist pieces of shit. I was going to say. Damn straight. I was going to say it's understandable why. So where do we stand? Strength in numbers, right? So you want to join up? I think that's going to be the most appropriate thing to do i think working considering your knowledge of us and now our knowledge of you don't take this the wrong way but i'm not entirely convinced that this whole wholesome dunce act is an act i can't put my finger on it (laughs) she thinks we're we're acting stupid as a cover but we're really just naive (laughs) So she's just sitting there looking at you like I, I, she's just shaking her head. Look, I don't, we don't necessarily need to team up and like coordinate our plans or anything, but I think we can work congruently together. Sharing information. Yeah. And I mean, if two separate teams hit them at the same time, that might cause some confusion. Are you still doing the fight? I'm still doing the fight. Don't eat any of the catered food. Thanks for the tip. For the record. And she looks back at Kmore's place and looks back, says, uh, he's not a bad guy. He's just really dumb. <laughs> That's the gospel truth. Yeah, we'll make sure that to nip that as soon as we're done speaking. So that's it? I mean, if we don't have any any real beef, then I would say we should be good. Okay. Nice doing business with you. She gets on her bike. I look over at Joe very sternly and like push her in the shoulder. Damn it, Kmore. <laughs> okay. I can't help that my stupid adoptive father is stupid. Well, y- you need to talk to him. I will. We need... If <sighs> if there are other Shadowrunners that know our names and our involvement with the Cobras, this doesn't just go to us. This then also leads to Boggs. Yeah. Well, it leads to a lot of people. Yeah. We need to find a way to... I don't know. Is there such a thing as a Shadowrunner footprint? Because, you know, you're, you've got your electrical footprint. Can we shrink that? It, can you, like, burn some files or do some other crazy hacker shit? I mean, there's a possibility, but I would have to kind of know where to start, really. Okay. Um, Is there any way that we can, like, up our security with our comms and shit? Sure. I'll look into that. Cool. That seems like a, as good a place to start as any. I'm going to ask Digi to also look into... Uh, higher quality cyber eyes. Cyber eyes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I have cyber eyes. Right. And I don't want my ship being hacked. Okay. All right. Uh, Digi's like, he just like calls up a, like a Mitsuhama web page. And he's like, well, you know, you could always um, take your standard wear. You've got alpha wear. you got delta wear. I mean, there's just a matter of how much money you want to pay. Just hold on to this for me, Dig. I'll, I'll bookmark it for you. Thanks. Okay. Well, good job, our crack team. And Joe, like, we did it. High five Val and, like, puts a hand up into the air and is like, tell Digi to high five it in AR space. Oh, my God. Go ahead. All right. He's, like, looking at you like, are you serious? I mean, she wants you to. All right. 
He does it. Rolls his eyes the entire time. Perfect. So Kmore's waiting in his apartment. Yeah. We'll go up. God. So um what was that her? That was her. So you didn't you did you didn't get my stuff? Apparently. Uh hey, why don't you check your bank account actually real um, fast? Okay. And he like activates his comm and it's of course, you know, like big everything's like giant giant everything zoomed. Right. He's like he goes, Hey, my money's back. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Did you do that, Bal? Lack of better terms, yes. Um, okay. In a sense. You hacked you hacked my money back. No. Oh. I negotiated your money back. Well, well thank you. So here's the thing. And he's like, here, 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 um, Joe, here. And he like moves five thousand over to you. Aww. And you can see his balance. I mean, it's like right there. And it's like, that's like two thirds of his money. Oh, shit. And he gives it to you. He's like, I really appreciate it. Hey, Kmore, why don't you take some of this back? It's really not a big deal. Um, no, I don't. I'm not going to take food out of your mouth. You, 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 not- you, you all earned your money. I, 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 you know, all I did was kind of point you in a direction and I got a payday, you know, and it was my, my dumb luck that I got, got nicked by the cops, you know? Yeah. Okay. But. Look, it just think of this as a I'm paying you early for setting up that fight, okay? Um, um, well, I guess that I guess I, you know, and, and you are you just gonna take it out of the purse, yeah? Uh, okay, that's fine, that'll work. And then Joe moves the money back over, okay? I guess it's fine. Um, so is, is she coming? Is, is she is she gonna come back to me? She's not, Kmore. You see his lips start to quiver. She said that you were. Very, very nice. But she was put up to it to get more information about us. Wait, what? Somebody. Put put up to it? Who would do something like that? A bastard is who. Yeah. A real bastard. A right bastard. Whom I already didn't like. And now I really, really dislike. You know who it is? I I do. Who is it? You're not going to really like the answer, but I'll tell you. Okay. It was it was Diamond Hal. Because Diamond Hal wanted more information about Val Cami and myself. And he saw that there could be some potential vulnerability if he got a girl to get the information out of you. I see. Hey, it's it's not your fault. Um you were you were tricked and that's super shitty and I cannot even say that I would not have done the same thing. But came where you may want to be a little bit more tight lipped around people that you that you don't know. This biz is a dangerous biz. And I just don't want you to get hurt, buddy. Uh-huh. Okay. Kmore, I'm real sorry. So Diamond Hal did this to me. I don't know that he so much did this to you as much as he just abused your trust. Yeah. Now, I will say that Diamond Hal did not steal your money. That was that was all on Liquid. Liquid did that to get our attention because she apparently knows us very, very well and knew that we would look into it on your behalf and try to beat the piss out of her. So, so I put you girls in danger. I wouldn't say the... Liquid and um, whomever else she runs with, which, again, we're going to need to get more information about that, Joe. Um, yeah. They want to work with us, and they wanted to get us in a space that they had a, had a hand in. Um, so they 
use her to get to you to then get to us and you know we're we're going to try and build a working relationship why would you want to work so, with somebody like that there's a lot more people like that that are worse than her that she's going to try and help us get rid of you know you know the cobras what bad news they are uh-huh sometimes to take out big enemies like the cobras you've got to Make compromises. Oh my god, I sound like a parent. Is this what... Oh my god, I've been around Mary too long. <laughs> Sometimes you have to make compromises to get the things that you want. And I, this is me making a compromise to ultimately make the streets safer for you. So, you're... Joe. No. <laughs> you're making a compromise and it's it doesn't matter who you hurt? <laughs> I'm... Because... This really hurts, Joe. And I'm not blaming you. I, I, it's my fault. I, I, I understand what you're saying to me. And I don't, I don't want to be the reason why one of you girls gets killed. You're, you're not. But I could be. Hey, like I said, we just have to be a little bit more careful about who we talk to about things. I don't, Kmore, you are a very important part of my life. And I, I don't know if I can handle it if you're not in it anymore. That's not at all what I'm trying to voice here. But see, I was, I thought I was in love with her. And with somebody that is special and you, you feel like they're every, they're, they're your whole world. You know what, what I mean. Yes. I mean, to be fair, Kamar, how long had you known her? I know. But like I said, honesty is a very important thing to me. And I felt like I couldn't start a relationship and not be honest. So I told her things that I probably shouldn't. The things that I knew about you girls. Well, this is a learning opportunity then. That, you know, you really can't. And this is a learning opportunity for us too. Shit, we've been learning this lesson the entire time we've been on the streets. Time, and you, time again. You can't trust everyone you meet. But she, she had so many questions about you, Val. Fucking shit. <laughs> And I mean, I didn't think of any, I didn't think that it was a, a problem. Well, what kind of stuff did you tell her about me then, Kmore? I, I, the things that I knew that you guys grew up in that, in that orphanage and, and, you know, all the things that I knew, you know, just from knowing Joe and, and you girls for so long. God damn it. Val, I'm so fragging sorry. <laughs> I am so fragging sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Resting Glitch Face. Theme music by Synthesk. Background music by Machinima Sound. Outro music by Super Boink. Edited by Oz. Produced by Eric Osley. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Openly Gamer Theater is trademark property of Side Tangent Productions Incorporated. 
looking for more Rest and Glitch-based pay data, become a patron. Patreon.com slash Resting Glitch Face.